Hey. Amanda, isn't it? Do I know you? Cleo. We met about a year ago. I did an article on your husband, Jacob. The reporter from The Times, yes. How could I forget that mystery? Top creative minds of the REM, wasn't it? Yes, but they pulled the story, I'm afraid. Did they? Or did the article ever exist? I looked into you, Cleo Eschelis. What kind of name is that? A Greek one? Or a made-up one? You don't exist. Oh, right. Oh, well, that clears that up. You just create drama. I get that from my father. Do you have anything to do with my husband's disappearance? Disappearance? You've noticed it's not him. What's not him? The Jacob you have is not the Jacob you married. What are you talking about? Can I please come in? What do you know about my husband? Quite a lot, actually. It's just a matter of what you'll believe. Your credibility is questionable. Can we go inside? The witch over the road is watching us from her window. Oh, yes. Hi, Esmeralda. Yes, hello. We can see you. Come on, then. Welcome to the REM Waking World, Season 1, Episode 2, An Ideal Swap. Oh, thank you for dropping by. I've been really worried about Mummy. She needs some adult company. Yes, thank you, Toby. Wow, that smells delicious. My own blend, just a hint of vanilla. How old are you now, Toby? Seven. Would you like a friant? I baked them today. Oh, lovely. Thank you. Not as good as my popcorn macarons yesterday. Right, Mummy? Delicious, yes. Have you finished the room? He cleaned his bedroom as well? Never have to clean if you never mess it up. I'm cleaning my brother's room because I love him. Trying to lift everyone's spirits. He'll get a nice surprise when he comes home after looking for Dad. Oh, I fed Cerberus. Only two of his heads were eating, though. The other one, Dad's favourite, the pug face, wasn't eating anything. After I put the rubbish out, I looked back, and the third bowl was still full. We have a mini hillhound. He was a rescue. I wanted a pedigree, but no. Seems like you have a dream child. I'm no dream. I was naughty yesterday. I ate two macarons. One less macaron for the homeless. He made macarons for the homeless. For dessert. I made three courses for them. I do it every week. Toby, we've all been out of sorts since Daddy's been gone. But there's never a reason to be a fubber. Fubber? A future chubber. Morpheus. What? I have no intention of going for a Mother of the Year award. There's a lot of freedom in that. Don't worry. I'll run an extra kilometre tomorrow. Right, if that's it here... I'll go back to my homework and then put on dinner. We have to keep our routines. It's funny. This is exactly what I was talking about. The dream version for a human. Have you heard of the concept of a dream double? We learned about it at school. It's when one of our human creators invents a version of him or herself. The epitome of who they wish to be. Yes, the ideal version of themselves. All humans have one created from the moment they start to define their identity. The perfect version of the person they want to be. If only I lost a little weight. If only I took that opportunity. If only I was a better person. Meanwhile, that better person is born here and continues to be shaped by their human creator all through their lives. I've often wondered if I'm one of those. You're not, but your Jacob is. That's right, he's a dream double. Don't be outlandish. Jacob is far from perfect. You should try his Bernays sauce. I keep telling him it's too vinegary. And don't get me started on the consomme. Did you notice any strange behaviour just before he was kidnapped? Mm, Yes, actually. He usually plays the cello to wake me up. I like him to play the swan. Then he hands me my breakfast in bed with a copy of the Times. 
of course, he's usually gone for a run by then. You know, basic guy stuff. Though strangely, just before he went missing, I started waking up before him for a few days running. I also noticed he stared a lot for long periods of time at me and the boys and the house, looking at us in amazement and then staring at himself in the mirror. Seemed quite pleased with himself, actually. Never known Jacob to be that vain, but recently he was quite taken with himself. And he'd asked lots of questions. It was like he was trying to get to know us more. Incessant questioning. And he slowed down, as though he had all the time in the world. It was like he was taking in every moment. Now I think about it, he wasn't very much like himself at all. That's because it isn't him. Your Jacob and Jacob the human have done a complete swap. Your Jacob is down in the waking world. How do you know? I seek out dream doubles. That's why I pretended to be the reporter and spent time with you, Jacob, and your family. I heard about Jacob being one of the top dream writers in the REM. So I had an inkling he might be a double. Most of the top creatives in the REM are. And if they're attached to a human like your Jacob was, or is, that human is nine times out of ten an artist in their own right. A human creator with great potential who just might need a little push to be as creative as, well, as your Jacob is. I work with that specific type of human. I know it's hard to believe, but I can travel to the waking world. It's rare, and I've only heard of nine others that can do it. But, well, my purpose is to work with human creators. I work with them to propel the creation of this dream world forward. You think you're a muse? Don't be outlandish. They're a myth. We're secretive. Oh, oh, of course you are. We don't want the world to know. And after this, I'd prefer you keep it on the hush-hush. Who'd believe me? I'm telling you, before last night, I'd been in the waking world since I saw you last year. I'm not going to explain how, because that's a whole other story, and you're already dealing with so much already. But I used Jacob to travel to the waking world and meet his human. Okay, just so you don't get confused, I'm going to call the human Jake. Jacob is your dream world Jacob. Jake is the human Jacob. Been working with Jake for a year now. He's a writer too. He's an English teacher at a high school. He's also going to be a published writer, if I have anything to do with it. Down in the waking world there's a pandemic and all the humans are required to stay in their homes to keep safe from this new virus. It's sweeping the world. Honestly though, for most of them, it's simple. Stay home, stay safe. I've spent most of my long life on Earth and I've lived through countless famines, plagues, terrorist attacks, financial crises. This is nothing in comparison. There's people protesting that the government has taken away their freedom by asking them to stay inside. For Morpheus' sake, you are free. And you're also free to die. Get back inside. For the average Joe, Jake, it's a veritable staycation, a vacation you have inside. For creative people, this is a gift. It's heaven. All the time in the world to work on your craft. But I have to say, there's so much more distraction these days. In the old days, well, you've heard of William Shakespeare, right? Famous human creator? He wrote 
two epic poems, Romeo and Juliet, Macbeth and King Lear, all while in isolation from the plague. But I'm thinking they may never have been written if Elizabethans had had access to the time-wasting possibilities of this era. Internet, social media, streaming services like Netflix. At least isolation has calmed the social media monster down. You know what it's like, they have it up here. Someone's always posting about the amazing travel experiences they're having, or the events and parties they're going to. Restaurants, concerts, always making you feel like your own existence is a perpetual dirt sandwich in a dull waiting room. Aha, uh-huh. I've just worked something out. That's why the dream doubles are even more perfect these days. Humans keep looking at these edited and filtered perfect lives everyone else is having. And they're sculpting their double to these false blueprints of perfection. At least isolation has calmed that down. Save for the mums in their workout gear shaming each other into getting prison bods. A level playing field, but with cabin fever to the max. Like a kind of multi-generational Lord of the Flies in a can. Don't mess with mum, she's now prison top dog. Don't be irritating either or they'll exile you into the COVID wilderness. She who holds the TV remote is keen. Isolation is great for creativity. True creativity comes from nothing. And Jake lives alone. So no breeding ground for domestic contempt. I mean, I'm there, but he can't see me. I'm like a very invisible, non-intrusive ghost. But I have my methods to fuel inspiration. I leave things out for him, put things in his path. Actually, I've been sending him pictures and news stories about illogical strategies for reopening the country. About how football seems more important than the arts. It fires him up, maintains the rage, so change can emerge. All I've been doing for the past year is observing and inspiring. I know his every quirk. I know what makes him tick. I'm starting to become a little like him. Then suddenly, one morning, accidentally, on purpose, I timed Google to activate YouTube on the bedroom TV. I wanted to wake him up with Trump suggesting his medical officers inject disinfectant into the victims of COVID-19. He woke up. He just looked confused. No laughter, no outrage. Jumped out of bed faster than I'd ever seen him move before. He was looking around the apartment, completely disoriented about where he was. It was faster than usual, but somehow out of balance, like a centre of gravity had been thrown off. He didn't even acknowledge Trump. Who's Trump? Is he a human entertainer? Well, yeah, he can be entertaining, kind of a sad, dangerous clown. Then Jake focused in on a picture in a frame. It was a photo of Jake and his mum at Edinburgh Castle when they had travelled to Scotland together. It was as though he was puzzled by the person in the photograph. Then... You were talking about the mirror and your Jacob. Well, he spent a long time in the bathroom looking at himself. But in contrast, he wasn't happy. Honey, I think I've had an allergic reaction. My face is all bloated. And when did I get so much grey hair? Honey? Didn't know who he was speaking to. I was thinking, calm down. It's just a little isopudge. How do I get so fat? There's no magic in it. Sit down and not move for three and a half weeks while eating home delivery fast food and gallons of soft drink. You're lucky you don't have to be crane lifted from your house. He never worried about weight before. Jake has this hit by a truck approach to life. You know, could be hit by a truck tomorrow, so 
I had the full packet of Tim Tams and, oh, yeah, some honey soy. Honey? Soy, yes. Because I could get hit by a truck tomorrow. Amanda? Then he ran outside. He wasn't wearing more than a Star Wars T-shirt and underpants. Jake would never, ever wear that outside. He was emboldened by a strange sense of... I couldn't work it out at first. I thought, who's Amanda? The neighbour was collecting a delivery from the mailbox. Jake ran at him. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Back off, buddy! Social distancing? It's a new mouthpiece for my saxophone. It was a bargain on eBay. Sorry about all the practising, man. No, no, you got to practise. I play the cello. You do? He does? Jacob? You have to practice daily. Jake hates that saxophone. Well, more practice beckons for me. Said the neighbour, who'd only just realised Jake wasn't wearing any pants. A product of limited social interaction, he didn't quite know what was normal anymore. This wasn't normal. Who was this guy? Then he grabbed the neighbour's shoulder. What are you doing, man? Don't touch me. Back off. Please. Tell me where I am. The bewildered neighbour shook himself free and ran into the house like a scared mouse. Jacob, are you alright? Who is that? It's Andy, in number three. Shouldn't you be at work? Aren't schools transitioning back today? How do you know my name? It's Andy. I've been your neighbour for eight years. I don't even know an Andy. Where's Amanda? Where's Jonah and Toby? Who's Toby and Jonah? My, my boys. boys. My children and my wife, where are they? You're talking very strangely. Need me to call someone for you? Is your mum in the phone book? I've got to go for a run. I need to clear my head. How did I get so fat? Don't even talk about it. I say, Pudge, it's all the rage. Jacob! Then he just started running down the street in his underpants. Like a maniac. Well, Andy and I looked on in shock. You're not even dressed. Jesus. Is he gone? Shut up, Bruno. There's something wrong. He's having a moment. Mental illness is a real issue for those in isolation. I'm going to call someone. Speaking of mental health, stop playing that bloody saxophone. He was gone. With that action alone, I knew it wasn't Jake. He never runs. He doesn't even run to the fridge, and that's a destination he really wants to go to. Never in his underpants. It was your Jacob. I remember Jacob likes running, though I don't recall in underpants. He jogged for about half an hour. But when he returned, Jake's mum was waiting for him at the front door. Andy had found her number. Thankfully, she had shorts for him, and he put them on. Jakey, what are you doing, sweetheart? Are you all right? Who are you? Very funny, Jakey. Come inside, it's cold. Where's Amanda? Where's my boys? Tell me what's wrong, sweetheart. I don't understand. Where am I? What is this place? What? This is your home. I live in Alice. This is an Alice. What are you talking about, Jake? You've never been to the Northern Territory? Northern Territory? I'm talking about the REM. I live in Alice. Alice in the REM. Jakey, you're scaring me. Stop it. The Reality Escape Multiverse. It's where I live. You have to believe me. Jakey, I'm going to take you to the hospital, all right? Do you think I'm a dream double too? That's your take home from all of this? Obviously, Jake had been dreaming so much he cracked the code. And now he was in the REM with us. They've spot places. My dad is on Earth, and a human is where my dad used to be. You're seven? He's very advanced. How long have you been listening in? A few minutes. Dinner is in the oven. Well, the media room isn't going to vacuum itself, is it? No. You're right, Mummy. Love you. He is perfect. A little cherub face. You'd think he was the one created by a famous painter. Botticelli. Who's Botticelli? A painter. 
like Leonardo da Vinci, who created you. Leonardo da what? Let's not get off track. That's another story for another time. Your Jacob is on Earth, and Jake, Jake is up here, and we have to find him. Holy Morpheus. Yes. A painter. That's not the focus. The focus is to find Jake and wake him up. How will you do that? I've had some experience in this. And my Jacob is on Earth. Currently in a hospital, yes. Getting treatment he doesn't need. He's trapped in a nightmare and it's not even in the REM. He's also close to, all jokes aside, the virus is deadly. Who do you think has taken Jake? We've got some leads. We should be out there finding him too. Can I finish my Freon first? How will you swap them? How do you wake up, Jake? I don't know. I was never able to do it myself. What? No, nothing. Nothing at all. Come on, before the nightmare scenario gets worse. REM Waking World is written, directed and produced by Joshua Coombs. The voice of Cleo is Samantha Ann Coombs. The voice of Amanda is Melissa Marshall. The voice of Toby is Elijah Owen Coombs. Episode 2 also features the voices of Joshua Coombs, Angelo Gattoni, Marcus Fitzpatrick and Michelle Feely. Original REM theme and artwork by Joshua Coombs. Sound design by Lewis Coombs. Special thanks to Andrew Fraser and Elizabeth Samia. For additional content or to donate to our podcast, please visit our site, www.remwakingworld.com. If you're enjoying listening to our podcast, share with your friends that they can also listen on any of their podcast streaming services. For any questions or just to say hi, email us at remwakingworld at gmail.com. Thanks for taking time to listen and dream. 